presented by Advanced Basement Systems, your London and area source for wet basement repair, foundation repair. They have the effective common sense solutions because they use patented products. In fact, only Advanced Basement Systems offers them in the area. And today on the show, we're going to explore the impact the spring thaw can have on our home and the integrity of the foundation, the importance of sump pumps, how to get a handle on humidity, and what you can expect from Advanced Basement Systems before, during, and after the project. And here's Ben Bates. Good, Good. afternoon. Good. I guess it is afternoon now. <laughs> Usually uh, morning here in this uh, in this studio, but yeah. You are Captain Perseverance. You came in from Chatham, 401 eastbound lanes, as we heard from Andrew on the news, was closed. Yes, uh, closed and then suddenly very open. Perfect. So off we went and uh, yeah, made it up here. It's a beautiful day other than a bit of wind and... Uh, you and I just spoke about wind with rain and how that can be an issue. That's something that I think we should, off the top of my head, I think we should yeah. probably talk about today. Yeah, I mean, spring on the calendar is around the corner, but really spring is here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what constitutes springtime for a basement waterproofer? Well, it's when a, a snow was here and suddenly is gone. Um, so we have a couple of springs every year, I suppose. But, you know, when you have frost in the ground, a lot of the times uh, it contracts itself. And you'll notice um, when there is no snow but it's very cold, there can sometimes actually be a, a small maybe quarter inch, eighth of an inch gap between the uh, earth and the foundation of your home. And, of course, you know, when snow was there and suddenly is not or we have a, an odd winter rain, um, you know, that's a – a lot of the times a direct path right down to the bottom of the foundation where most people do experience so many issues. So, yes, it is, um, you know, as we move into the the proper springtime here, the ground fully thaws from the footing up. Yeah, a lot of people do have their, their issues. We get more calls than ever right now, and uh, we just went through an explosion the last week. Our uh, office staff was... Um, working extremely hard to uh, accommodate all the calls. Now, with the ice and the freezing rain we had and then the refreeze, it's a little bit like an ice jam on a river you know too well, and that could be a combination of bad grading or just foundation problems that are getting worse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of the calls we get from London are people who own a home that has a poured foundation, so not block. Um, Windsor is predominantly block. Sarnia is a lot of block, but London has a lot of poured, and... You know, people say to me, which is better in terms of having a basement that doesn't leak, and most often it is poured. But what people are susceptible with these poured foundations are cracks. And whether you talk about the structural impact that it has on a home, um, a lot of the times a hairline crack starts as that and then can open up over time. Um, there are, of course, a lot of instances where they just stay like that and water you know, irritatingly seeps through at unknown and random times throughout the year. Um, but a lot of those times for a lot of people are between the end of February and the beginning of May. And, you know, that one little hairline crack in the foundation or that one corner of the block wall, you know, begins to let water in. And as that freeze thaw kind of like violently goes back and forth, you know, you're going to see an influx of water, dampness, uh, efflorescence, which is that white mineral powder that you can see where water was or where water might be coming soon. Um, yeah, these are all very common things that people in the area are going to be experiencing this time of year. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're getting a lot of calls, because they're thinking of advanced basement systems first, that melt water has to drain somewhere. And because the subsoil is still frozen, the water has nowhere to go. Exactly. And, you know, even homes that have their uh, perimeter drainage system functioning just fine, uh, it's an overload of water for the system. So whether your exterior or exterior slash interior footing drains run 
to a sump pump, which if you have a sump pump, you'll know you have a sump pump because A, you either hear it or B, it's probably failed on you at some point. Um, or uh, it runs out to the city storms. So regardless, uh, you know, wherever that water goes, even if the, the drainage is working well and not letting water come into the basement, of course, it's going to be overwhelming the sump pump. So that's why we'll kind of touch mm-hmm. on sump pumps today too. And as to, you know, how they work, why, and what you can do to defend yourself against uh you know, a flood. And when it comes to some pumps, look no further than advanced basement systems, and we'll give you all the options in a moment. Now, let's bring it back. Now that we've, pardoned the pun, laid the foundation, let's talk about uh, what I call the rain coming in sideways. We've had a lot of weather that's related. And even if you have like a hairline fracture, that can be symptomatic. Absolutely. Hairline fractures and poured foundations or cracks, you know, people call and say, I have a crack in my foundation. Um, obviously, it's a smaller project. It's not a patch job, but, you know, it it gets treated not like, uh, you know, we're not jackhammering out the entire basement or excavating the uh, outside of the home. You know, we're addressing a crack. And um, we have so many people in London who have bought uh, it's a flexi span. That's what our system is called, and that's two words: F L E X I span S P A N. And um, how do how does your crew determine that's the best option? Because you have a variety of them. Yeah, well, for hairline cracks and poured foundation walls, that's really the only option. The other option from that that we would offer is digging it up from the outside, uh, not as a desirable of a thing to do. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only way we do it. The other uh, common way that a lot of people in the in the industry, uh, just construction industry in general, would refer to that as is an epoxy injection. So the big thing with our solution here is that we're not injecting the crack with some solution. We're, and you know what an epoxy injections look like because they look like uh, a crime scene. They're awful. There's foam everywhere. There's uh, plastic nozzles sticking out. They they're bad. But and the, do you sometimes get a call? Can you clean that up? I'm not happy. Seventy-five percent of the cracks we fix have been repaired before, which is a staggering number, and it was never that high before. I can tell you that, um, and it's just going up and up and up and up because, of course, we have to charge a little bit of labor to scarify that and clean it. But the issue with the epoxy, of course, Brian, is that it hardens. So the whole reason that there's a crack in a concrete wall is because concrete is hard and does not want to bend. It's not a rubber band, and when it when it goes through heavy freeze thaw cycles or just violent you know, ground conditions like what we have here, it's very prone to cracking. And a lot of people who have had this notice that the cracks come uh, off the bottom corner of a window frame because that's a structural weak point in a foundation um, is is a window. So what we're using is a solution that is textured urethane. It is patented and it will not move. I'm sorry. It will move with the foundation when it goes through that freeze thaw cycle again. Um, We have fixed so many poured foundation hairline fractures you wouldn't even know and it's i don't even know it's unbelievable it's in the thousands and um we have we know what works and we know what doesn't work and we know what to tell you too like this is this is what could happen we can look at your floor your sump pump your drainage system and really give you an insight about what's going on with that and we're always pushing ourselves to new levels too of education and being able to ensure that people know exactly all their options and exactly what all the outcomes could be based on what products they put into what situation so when your office gets a call we'll give you the number in just a moment here but when your office gets a call and an inspector comes out and checks it and notices that the basement isn't finished I'm sure that he or she is saying, you know what, you really would be wise to get it done now versus the cost 
of having it finished and not solve the problem. Yeah, there's a lot of procrastination, obviously, in everyday life with any topic with anybody. But yeah, basement waterproofing is a huge unknown. It's not a common thing like roofing or siding or windows. Basement waterproofing is a a very niche um, set of skills and grit that you need. It is not an easy job. I can tell if you see someone that does basement waterproofing for a living, they sleep well at night because it is a very hard job. I can tell you that. And you need to know what you're doing. Um, well, you sleep better at night, too, because you just got finished telling us that 75% of the jobs when it comes to hairline fractures, uh, you're cleaning up uh, somebody else's mess. Yeah. It's it's because this is an old way of thinking that just lives. And, you know, I think that's part of the, why basement waterproofing is niche is because it's really hard. It's not easy. You're dealing with – okay, so a basement is built to leak. It's a hole in the ground, so you're immediately attracting water. Even if you just leave it as a hole, you're going to attract groundwater. Forget about rainwater. You can put a tarp over it. You're going to have water seep into that space. And then you line it with concrete or block, which is porous. And to boot, you've got the footing and then the wall and then the floor. So that's two imperfect joints, three pieces of concrete. How is it? How are you going to stop it from leaking? I mean, I know there's homes that don't leak, but it is pretty uh, statistically likely that you're going to have a water or moisture in your home so for people who advertise that they can fix wet basements and damp basements it's not an easy gig and you need to have the right r&d behind you you need to have the right people with you and you need to know like how to handle situations when it goes sideways because you know we have a lifetime warranty on our basement waterproofing but i'm not going to sit here and tell anybody that we don't have issues throughout the year of course we do we're human beings we have products we have houses they're dynamic there's things you open up the floor you didn't know. Here there we are. There are weather variables. Absolutely. There's everything that can happen. And some pumps and discharge lines and subfloor drainage systems and in-floor heating that people have that they didn't know they have. And you open up the floor and you hit it. And then what do you do? You know, We need to be able to think uh, very, very quickly. And that's a huge reason why we don't subcontract our installers. They all work for us. Kevin, Justin, James, Paul, Tim, Joel, Trevor, all of our crew leads. Those are the guys that run the crews. They have their assistants with them. Those aren't subcontractors either. They all work for us. They all work out of our trucks. They all show up to our shop in the morning every day. Now, while you have the patented products, and we're going to be mentioning many of them, and we're going to get to some pumps in just a moment, one thing that is old school that is still applicable today, and that's the importance of a vapor barrier. Absolutely. And, um, you know, a vapor barrier can be uh, a few different things, and, you know, when it comes to putting up a vapor barrier with an interior drainage system, so like an interior footing drain, those work hand in hand. Interior footing drains really should have a vapor barrier up against the foundation wall, directing any sweating, any moisture, any seepage down into that interior drainage system. And there's a lot of arguments about this, so we won't get into too many technicalities, but it is important that your basement waterproofer if they are putting a vapor barrier up with their interior drainage system, um, that they talk to you about what you want to do with the basement. So we always want to be asking people, like, what do you plan on doing with the space? Because if they do want to finish the space, it's very important that we educate them on how to be finishing the space, even if we're not finishing it, because there's a, a thing out there called a double vapor barrier, and that can cause sweating in between the vapor barriers. And anybody who's framed or built you know, homes, they know exactly what that can be. So... But the idea is that, of course, if you capture the footing wall joint seepage where water is pushing in that weak point in the cove area of the basement, you know, you could still have sweating and things like that occurring in the upper part of the foundation, particularly homes that are very, very deep underground that have a lot of backfill up the foundation walls. I mean, you have to think of the the amount of water that sits in the earth, especially if you have clay. And if you have a basement that is uh, seven and a half feet tall 
and six and a half feet of that is underground. That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of water pressure pushing down. So it could really come in anywhere from the wall. And to think that you have an interior footing drain and that is going to relieve pressure all the way up six feet high, that's not necessarily true. Now, there's some arguments about, you know, this and that and, you know, we won't get into it, but it's 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 very much a, a fine detail that should be discussed with you. Whether it's me, my company, or another company that's out with you, if they're not talking to you about a vapor barrier on the wall coincided with a interior footing drain, you know, there are some uh, red flags there. Coming up next with Ben from Advanced Basement Systems, we'll uh, talk more about sump pumps now because there's protection for your valuables. We'll also get a handle on humidity. That kind of connects to the uh, vapor barrier conversation. And what to expect from Advanced Basement Systems before, during, and after the project completion. Much ahead. Here's that toll-free number to give them a call right now for a free foundation and inspection estimate. one 488-0074. That's one 488 and you'll find them online at forestcitybasement.com. Well, spring may be around the corner on the calendar, but it's definitely here now. And the number of calls into advanced basement systems proves that a lot of people are dealing with a variety of issues there. That meltwater, it has to drain somewhere. And in fact, the soil right next to your home and foundation will thaw more quickly than soil out in the middle of your yard because of the heat that emanates from one's home. Absolutely. That's a very good point. (laughs) I'm impressed. That is something that, you know, uh, we have thermal imaging cameras. A lot of our guys carry those, the uh, C5s, I believe, from FLIR. FLIR. And um, it's it's such an easy fix. Just insulate your walls uh, properly or at least start with the header. And the header is the piece of wood, uh, two pieces of wood that sit on top of the foundation um, where the joists uh, align themselves. And, of course, so much heat and energy gets lost from that uh, from that area of the home. That's where you want to start. And, of course, a great option is spray foam insulation. Um, we have our own spray foam insulation crew. We're Kafka certified, so that means that we are, uh, you know, spraying the highest grade of foam. We have certified installers that have been through an exam. There's a lot of regulations that go on with that. So if you are looking at hiring a spray foam contractor, make sure you ask them if they are Kafka certified. Um but yeah, that's uh, the amount of heat that comes out through the foundation walls can be absolutely staggering. And you know, <clears throat> I think when you're when you're looking at a basement, it all just comes back to the same thing. And something my my dad, you know, my mom and dad started this company in 2003. I've been there since 2008. And um, my dad has always said the basement space is not like anywhere else in the home. It's lined with concrete. It's underground. It's got windows that can leak, hot water tanks, washing machines. And Uh, subject to immense pressure. Yeah, and it's just, it's not the same. So, like, when you finish a basement, why would you finish it like it's the main level of the home? It doesn't really, really make sense. Um, You know, using drywall and wooden studs is cost-effective and easy. And, yeah, at the end of the day, everything might work out, but it might not. And if it doesn't, you know, it's a huge hassle. But sort of building practices in basements are, again, a little bit behind. And going back to that whole niche su- subject, um, perhaps another reason why is because doing things properly are really, really expensive in basements. You need to buy expensive products to sell to people. Even if you haven't had a water problem, you highly recommend protect your home with a quality sump pump. Yeah, absolutely. If you have a sump pump and you've never had water um, you know, come through the foundation walls, you don't have any flooding issues, but the sump pump runs, you know, enough, whatever, a couple times a day, sometimes a couple times a minute, um, depending on the season. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things like people who have suddenly become very sick without travel insurance in another country. You're only going to let that happen once. 
And um, I hate to draw analogies about it, but, you know, a sump pump. That hits homes. Yeah, yeah it, and it, it's a huge deal. And, you know, when a sump pump lets go, when it doesn't work, or when you have a water-powered backup pump, so when the electricity is out or your main pump fails, you have a water-powered um, backup pump. When, when those fail, and those fail because um, basically they will not discharge out any water, but they will continue to pull in city water because the float is up. And the city water runs the turbines instead of like a battery. Uh, you you don't know water <laughs> until you've seen one of those things flood a basement. And that's a not to get into uh, the backups necessarily, but that's a big reason why we do not we do not sell, we do not offer, we do not service water powered backups. They are malpractice in my opinion. I don't think they should be. Uh, I don't think they should be uh, allowed in in homes. I in really view, don't. They don't. They don't meet code. Well, you know, they're a in great idea because battery-powered backups are, are – a lot of them are garbage. We carry a – and there's another basement waterproofer that has a good battery-powered backup. We have a great one too, um, but they're expensive. And when you buy one from a big box store, it doesn't come with a battery, so you got to hook it up to a car battery. So you avoid – it just doesn't work. So we've kind of like not come very far as society with backups, but like I fix basements for a living. Like I make money from fixing basements, and I'm telling you – don't put a water power backup in your house. They they don't make sense. I, I I totally understand why they exist. I totally understand it. But you know, I see thousands and thousands of homes a year, and the amount of people that have said to me, "This flooded my basement," is staggering. Before <laughs> this, I don't always tell this, but I'm going to tell the entire city. Uh, when we were when I was a kid, before my dad started this, we had a basement which had a water powered backup in it. And it flooded our home. And I very specifically remember because my beautiful new Graf hockey skates, about $600, were no more. completely underwater. Yep. So I don't recommend them. Um, and you know what? At the end of the day, if you go out and buy your own battery backup, buy your own battery and uh, or water backup, and then you pay a plumber to come and install it, at the end of the day, you're probably only a couple hundred bucks off of what it would cost to get a really good backup system anyway. So, you know, I can guarantee you if you flood... Uh, and you know, there was a genie and said, you know, for $200, I can make this all go away. You would definitely pay it. So when it comes to some pumps, you know, you're absolutely right. That that protection is, is, uh, vital. And I'll advance that protection to the very, very itty bitty small print in your home ownership policy or our insurance policy, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of insurance companies are fed up, (laughs) fed up of reoccurring issues. And I think it's a fair statement. Um, I know insurance isn't everybody's favorite thing, but again, when you want it, you uh, you really need it. So it is wise to have a backup. And if you do buy a backup, do contact your insurance company. I'm sure you can have some savings on your home insurance. I'm going to talk about humidity next. The key to healthy below-grade spaces is keeping the area dry and free from mold. And I mean, your health is reliant on that. It's all things basementy today. Call for a free foundation and inspection estimate and really look no further than advanced basement systems. You'll find them on the web at forestcitybasement.com. And here's the number to call right now for a free foundation and inspection estimate anywhere you can hear us in London and southwestern Ontario. Give them a call. Toll free 1-888-488-0074. Back with Ben and Advanced Basement Systems on 980 CFPL. With Brian Nuttall in Advanced Basement Systems, the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario. A wet basement is the number one reason why buyers turn away from a home on the market. And some people can just use their nose when they're looking at an open house. And they'll just go downstairs and they go, Advanced Basement Systems hasn't been here. No. And then we say yet. Yeah, exactly, right? It's a... 
you know, in Chatham, you can't buy a house. It's almost impossible. There's nothing. It's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I went and looked at a home. It was in the state. And um, they weren't sure what to do. They really didn't know. They wanted to sell it, but it was a nice little property that their mom had. And uh, anyways, we didn't get the job. And uh, sure enough, a few months later, the whole thing was encased in drywall, the basement. And I'm telling you, that basement was not a basement to finish. And, you know, someone's going to buy that house for $600,000, and I'll give it about four years, five years, and then they'll start to smell the mildew. They'll cut the drywall open. They'll pull the carpet back, and, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a $20,000 bill plus refinishing. So, you know, if you have uh, buying a home on your agenda and you do go into uh, a basement and it has that sort of musty smell, that's not nostalgia talking to you. That's mold. And it's not the hockey bag. No, it's not. And I know the cabins and the cottages we grew up going to, you know, up on Huron County, they had that smell. Well, that's a dirt floor crawl space, and uh, it doesn't uh, make it okay, but that's a different situation. So when it's a basement that has that smell, you have mold. Uh, you have moisture making its way in, whether it's water vapor coming in uh, via air or it's actual seepage on the building materials. You know, mold is growing. Uh, I, uh, I studied this a long, long time ago when I first got into the business, but I... Uh, was told myotoxin is the actual name of that off-gassing from the mold spores. And when you smell that, yeah, that means that there's there's mold in the area. So the whole thing with basements is, you know, if you're looking at a house or you live in a house um, that's really, really old, you know, it's a farmhouse, it's from 1890, maybe 1920, like you have to be realistic about the space. Unless you're going to lift the house, pour a brand new foundation and basement floor, you know, you're not going to have a luxury basement space. You know, these basements that are five and a half feet, six and a half, six feet tall, they're not meant to be finished. You know, concrete floors in a basement that are less than two inches, less than three inches thick, you know, you're really rolling the dice if you're going to finish them. Um, so you got to be really cognizant of that. But obviously, you know, if you're in the city of London and you're looking at uh, homes from, you know, 1965 and on or so, you should feel confident that if there is a basement water problem, it can be fixed within reason. And, you know, hopefully you don't have to, uh, you know, walk away from the home because of it. But, yeah, we work with a lot of real estate agents. Um, we've got a great relationship with a large uh, broker here. And uh, in Chatham, we just get so many referrals from real estate agents because they know that we can just get it done right. And because of the lifetime transferable warranty, the real estate agents don't have to worry about it, right? Because if there is an issue, they just call us. We have a service department. That's something else I, sh- I should tell you. The gentleman who would come out and give you a quote, it, you know, if you if you hire us and you do work with us and you have an issue or a concern later, you don't have to call and talk to him. He's great at what he does. But we have a guy named Mike, and he's our service manager, and he's unbelievable. And he's got a guy named Trevor who solely handles London, and he does all of our fracture uh, repairs and port foundations. He does all of our sump pump maintenance. He does troubleshooting calls. That is his job. We don't have the foreman, the crew leaders doing service work. We don't have the service work doing big projects. You know, we have departments for a reason because it's special people with special skills. You touched on air quality. Let's move to that now and the Mm -hmm. importance of it in humidity. And I mean, uh, your crew will come in, your inspector will come in, got a little gadget. He'll get a quick measurement right away. Yeah, absolutely. We've got digital hygrometers and, uh, you know, we change those out, uh, change those out uh, every so often, uh, like any device, it, you know, wears out over time. But basically what the hygrometer does is it reads you the relative humidity. So just as it sounds, it's the humidity relative to the temperature of the air. So, of course, if it's 
um, we'll go with Celsius here. We'll say if it's uh, 5 degrees Celsius and it's 80% relative humidity, well, you won't feel that moisture as much compared to 25 degrees Celsius with 80% uh, humidity. And when you get, of course, close to the equator and things like that, it can be very, very humid. Um, and it, the humidity, the issue with it is because houses, the way a house breathes is they suck air in around the basement. And then it lifts up through the home and breathes out the attic. That's called the stack effect. So when you have hot, humid air, and of course it does get so humid here, um, and we're very far from the equator, uh, that air is coming inside. And because basements are always cool, cold air is smaller than hot air. So for every degree that you cool that big, hot, humid air that's coming outside, inside, so it's getting cooler, so we cool it every degree that humidity goes up 2.2 percent so that's why the relative humidity can be so high in a basement and then of course it condensates and then you you begin that process of having mold grow i'm sure you can think of many examples where you've been able to drop that number significantly oh, through yeah. the variety of options available to attack yep. humidity problems we have uh, two different manufacturer of dehumidifier available to us uh, they both come with a five-year warranty they're both moving over 300 cubic feet of air a minute they are not overly loud at all. They're a residential unit. They're not overkill. They have uh, air filtration in them. Uh, the problem with dehumidifiers, point blank, is that you're spending three hundred dollars on them, and they're a dehumid. If you if you had a furnace installed for three hundred dollars, you'd be slightly concerned. And I'm not saying that our dehumidifiers are four thousand dollars. They're not, but you need to spend in the thousands, not in the hundreds, if you're going to get a dehumidifier that is a going to treat the entire basement because some people have like five down there. And B, is going to run at optimal efficiency. And the issue with these units is because it's the same thing as backup pumps. You make them cheap. That means they're light. They're cheap to ship, which means good for the big box stores, right? So when you start making stuff that's heavy. And shelf space. And shelf space. So when you start making stuff that's heavy, not that ours are huge, um, it's expensive to ship. It's awkward for people to lift. They don't like it. It's not good Right. So that's why, you know, you, you have to go to a specialty company to get a good dehumidifier. So a good dehumidifier is going to have um, large components inside of it, which make it heavy. Um, and then it's going to have a powerful blower motor in it. Um, if I told you that most dehumidifiers distribute air back into the home with the same caliber of fan that is used in a desktop computer, you probably wouldn't believe me. But that's the truth. And um yeah, it's not it's not a good situation. So our units do have a blower motor in them, not a fan. Yes, it does make them a little bit louder, but it's not loud enough to uh, deter people. And as far as seeing results, people are within hours. You know, they can uh, tell the difference. And um, one of the units that we offer has a uh, duet filter. It's actually a patent by Basement Systems. And uh, the back side of it is charcoal, and the front side of it is not. But charcoal filters, of course, help take odors out of the air. So um, it's really unbelievable. And the, the number one thing that people say about when we put a dehumidifier from, from our company in their home, and I, I don't know how this translates to different things for different people, but they say it feels like upstairs. Hmm. And I think that's a and huge... should. Yeah. And it, you know, ideally it would. So I think that's a huge compliment because we've taken a space that stinks, is full of like musty odors, not necessarily mold everywhere, but it's damp and it just doesn't feel right. So whether they need a new sump pump or not, drainage or not, windows or not, um, you know, they've, they've purchased a dehumidifier and they're happy with it. And when people find out that it runs 
like it costs you a fraction of what a lesser powered unit would, that's great. That's fantastic news. When you add that issue with humidity and condensation with a crawl space, that's a recipe for disaster. And you're going to hear what Ben calls encapsulation. What does that include? And also still to come, why more and more increasing numbers of Londoners and those in a greater London area are making that first call to advanced basement systems, because you'll hear about their before, during, and their after the project completion plan. All for you, all things basementy on 980 CFPL's experts. They began in 2003, advanced basement systems, which means coming up 16 years. On the 27th of this month, yeah, it's been 16 years. And uh, obviously last year was great because that was our 15, which is always a big deal. And uh, there's never been any doubt, I got to tell you, even when I was a little boy and this thing was starting to pick up my dad was a uh, owned his own brick lane you know sort of classic like just him and a couple guys type of situation and uh yeah i was kind of getting fed up with that so he went in the basements turns out that's equally as uh demanding on your body but he did it right he did it smart he hired people surrounded himself with people who were better at facets of the business than he was and guess what? Now he doesn't have to fix basements for a living. <laughs> and, you, and you mentioned something. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned something, though, very important. And that's that your teams are in their line of work that they specialize in. Oh, yeah. We have people way smarter than me. Like, just because on the radio doesn't mean I know everything. There's no way. Like, Mike Moody, our service manager, is a walking encyclopedia. Talk to him about sump pumps, discharge line, grade, radon gas mitigation and testing. He knows way more. Bilal, our production manager, absolutely the same way when it comes to the building code, general building practices. You know, my job is to, you know, have a couple jobs, of course, in the company, one of them being on radio, but is to ensure that we have the right people in place. And that's what my dad did when, when he started. And, you know, I'm, I live and die, I will, I, I do live and I will die by, we are not, none of us are anything more than a work in progress. And I, I you know, I preach that to the team. Um, and you know, we're always out here to improve every day. We have like 30 patented products. We are the biggest waterproofer in London. I'll repeat that we are the biggest waterproofer in London. Um, we fix more homes than, uh, anybody, you know, we're doing a, over a thousand a year and, um, you know, we know what it makes for happy customers and it starts with believing that we can get better at what we do as a team, as individuals every single day. So, you know, that's if that resonates with you, we're probably a company that'll, you know, make you happy. And uh, because we take the time, we're not a turn and burn. We tell you right on the phone. We can get into this whenever whenever you're ready, Brian, about what happens when you call us. But we tell you, please set aside 90 minutes for our inspector. And some people balk at that. That's fine. You don't have to have us out to your home. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're getting contractors coming in telling you how to fix a basement in 5, 10, 20 minutes, what, what is this? This is not this is not Bush League here. This is your home. This is your investment. You need to have someone sit down, go through options, explain them to you. And this is a company who wants your business. Let them sing for their supper. Let them show you why they believe you should spend your money with them. And, uh, you know, however many questions you have, we have the time to answer them for sure. Well, it begins before you meet the inspector because you get this package in the mail with his picture on it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we even go so far as to if that appointment has to be switched to another inspector, which may be like 5% do, um, just because we can't get so busy or someone's sick or something like that, uh, we make a note so that you know, or the inspect- new inspector knows, hey, I, you have Jeff's photo, my name is Sam, I'm actually going to come out, would you like an email with my photo? 
you know, uh, we do that. We send you out a book that corresponds to the problem that you have, talking about different options that are out there, sort of the history of, you know, what, what it is you're experiencing and how uh, building practices have changed or not. And, yeah, we try and be very uh, comprehensive, and we get a lot of really good feedback. And you have the depth on the bench that if it's one of those, well, this is a really unique or a one-off then you'll go to the bench to get the expertise. Absolutely. So we're part of a network. Uh, we're independently owned and operated, but basement systems, um, you know, I had a customer say, you know, I could have sworn I saw your logo in like Indiana. And I was like, yeah, you probably did because there's like 400 dealers around uh, North America. And we pool our knowledge and resources together, which allows us to give our homeowners, our customers, the most effective, the most economic, the most permanent fix and we know okay when i say Blau and mike are walking it's like like those guys know a lot but if we ever had to lean on our supplier like we did in the early days they're there for us they're an amazing amazing company they don't just sell us and ship product to us they are resources they are there for us they will come do site visits on our you know we've had guys come in when we started a new division that they launched you know they sent people up to help us and trained us on jobs so we're a part of an excellent excellent network uh there's a dealer in hamilton in markham uh thunder bay as well so we're all big one big family but we are independently owned and operated you mentioned a thousand at least happy customers the not so happy customers maybe making the next call to advanced basement systems maybe the not so proud owner of a crawl space Oh, the crawl spaces. Yeah, those are nasty little things. And it's really tough because if they're not high enough to work in, obviously you have to take your floors up. So basically, if you have 24 inches or more of space between the bottom of the floor joist and the dirt floor, we can work in there. But, you know, when we... It takes a special guy to get in. It is Tom Blackburn, who has been with our company for 12 years as an inspector, which is incredible. We actually have two other inspectors that have both been with us for over six years. Um, which I think speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Tom said in the beginning, we're going to see a lot of these crawl spaces where people can't, you know, the homes are, they won't get condemned, but you can't live in it. You got to rip all the floors up because the moisture in a crawl space can be so high that the relative humidity readings we're getting are like 98, 99%, which is unbelievable. It's almost foggy down there sometimes. Um, but you see it all in a crawl space. You, have you ever been in your crawl space? Would you know if your dishwasher is discharging right onto the floor? You wouldn't, and neither would uh, neither did the guy that I went and saw a number of years ago in uh, in the Windsor area. You know what a shock! You know that's what that smell is, sir. It's yeah. your dishwasher, your laundry machine, broken plumbing, broken sewer lines, um, and it had somewhere to go. Yeah, and forget about just the inherent problem of a dirt floor itself in your home, you know, that's breathing up all the soil gases, it's the humidity, it's the lack of storage space. I have a crawl space in my home. Of course, I've encapsulated, I've spray foamed and dehumidified it. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, I don't have a family, I don't need to store things down there yet. But I can tell you, if I had two children, I'd be in a pinch if I didn't have that crawl space, uh, you know, nice and dried up. But, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it's out of sight, it's out of mind, but I can tell you it is free. It's no obligation. It doesn't hurt to call. If we can fit in your crawl space, we can inspect it. We can quote it. We can show you uh, what's possible. And I will tell you, crawl spaces more than anything else that we do, our inspectors will tell you too, they get calls years later. I think we had a guy from four years ago call us and say, I'm ready to go. And it's, you know, it's hard work. It's a bit of money and people aren't always ready to spend it. So 
you know, we get calls later, but more crawl spaces than anything. Do we have people get back to us years down the road and say, I'm ready to go now? If you have that crawl space and you just want to take care of business and you want to add value to your home and have it ready to put on the market and get the best dollar you can and your pride and joy, then Advanced Basement Systems is the uh, way to go. You can also, on their website, check out the before and after pics online and you'll see the, the work that is done in London homes and increasingly so. They're on the go and they're on the grow. They're all but 16 years now. Since 2003, Advanced Basement Systems has been taking care of business and they have become, bar none, the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario. When you make the call, you'll be the next to find out more about that. one 488 74 and you'll see them online at forestcitybasement.com. With Brian Nuttall and Ben Bates from Advanced Basement Systems, you'll find them online at forestcitybasement.com, one 888 Give them a call. As Ben has invited you to do so, you can give them a call today, this week, and get that free foundation and inspection estimate. They may discover something there that you don't even realize you are dealing with right now, and it could save you thousands of dollars in the long run. And just, just very briefly in the minutes that we have mm-hmm. uh, on television, you do a great job of explaining this encapsulation. So that's the crawl space, and you pretty much just lock it in, lock it yeah, down. Yeah, I guess encapsulation is the wrong word for it, but yeah, we, we uh, line it, really. Yeah. It's like, imagine uh, a pool without a liner. Well, that's your basement crawl space right. and then we put the liner in and then from there we need to either do perimeter drainage some pumps every crawl space should have a dehumidifier and it to condition that space um but there's a huge science to it check out our website learn more about that um and of course again when you call us for a quote um which i will preface with we are very busy right now and i do apologize for the wait i promise it's worth it i promise i promise um i know some people need it done yesterday but if you can wait Please wait. It's two weeks for an estimate. And from there, we're about a month and maybe five weeks out to get the work done. I promise you, go online, read my 11, 1200 testimonials and reviews. It is so, so worth it. If you canceled appointment with us, call us back. We'll get you back in the counter. We can do a weekend for you. It's so worth it. So just to be clear, even though there's a little bit of a wait and patience, please, because you are busy, Mm -hmm. this really is a good time to call, though. Yeah, it is. It really is because it doesn't – because what happens if we have a wet summer? It just – it will continually stay busy. And I can guarantee you we're always busy in September, October because people want to get the basement fixed before the holidays because it's their turn for Christmas (laughs) or anything. So, yeah, it, it is busy. But you know what? Our inspectors are great. I don't hire people like crazy. We have Carl, Sam, Adam, Shock, Tom, Brian, and Jeff. Those are our guys. Those are our inspectors for right now. We are hiring for one more. So if you are a, a you know, sales professional and with uh, experience in construction, uh, please uh, feel free to get in touch with us because we are bringing one more on uh, board for this season and uh, one more for the summertime. But yeah. You and I are talking to a lot of families who are dealing with health issues and and allergies, and it's not just a seasonal thing. In many cases, it's just, it could very well be their home. Yeah, really, and and we've heard that a lot too, especially back in the early days. I guess it was just, we didn't even know. I mean, yeah, wow, we're we're filtering out indoor allergens, and you know, good air filtration can do that too, but when 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 you sort of align the dots fairly obviously with sick people and dirt floor crawl spaces... It's it's so obvious. Like these things make people sick. They really, really do. When I bought my house, obviously before it was encapsulated, my clothes were damp in the sun. It was awful. 
I don't know how anybody could live over that. And of course, now that it's fixed, you know, it's it's great. But yeah, there are some serious health concerns that come with wet, damp basements. And just living over a dirt floor crawl space can, can be really, really bad for you. In the final uh, 90 seconds of the show, just take us again through the process. I gave you a shout out in the, you know, you get this package in the mail and then the inspector shows up, goes mm-hmm. through the process and then... How does it go from there? Yeah, so he'll call you two days in advance just to make sure uh, everybody who needs to be there will be there. Make sure the day and time still works for good for you. He can reschedule. He will call you half an hour out as well to let you know. Um, from there, he's going to ask you some questions, see exactly what's going on, really what you want to accomplish with the space so he can kind of tailor that quote for you. If you don't want bells and whistles and we won't show you flooring, we won't show you windows. If you want to know everything's getting done, he'll show you that. We do have a laptop. We have a design software on it. It goes through everything for you. It kind of animates a few videos because like a video can explain it in a minute way better than we could articulate in 10 minutes. So we'll save you some time that way. And then from there, he, uh, uh, you know, outside of a, an anomaly type situation, we can give you a quote on the spot. Yeah, right in you, your home. You don't have to wait, you know, a week for a quote outside of something that, you know, is a little bit bizarre. Um, and our guys don't lie. They'll tell you if they don't know, right? And they can always call me on the spot too. So, um, yeah, you get a quote on the spot. And from there, uh, they can either book you an installation date from the table or you'll get a call from the office in a day or two. They'll book your installation date and uh, our crew leader will even call you on the way of the job in the morning. Um, We're just all about communication. We deal with a lot of homes, so we need to be on point. We have no time for downtime. Yeah. Well, here's the number to call, one 488 As Ben says, they are very busy, and so it may be the turnaround time may not be as great as usual, but as Ben said, it's worth the wait. Always a pleasure. We'll have you back soon. Thank you so much. Find them online at forestcitybasement.com, and have a great weekend.